Hey, before I jump into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that my podcast course, Podcasting for Bloggers, formerly known as How to Start a Podcast, starts again now. Enrollment is open now. Um, The early bird price is £99, which goes up to £125 on the 6th of June. I have instalment plans and pay what you can spots too. Um, And I would absolutely love to help you start your podcast in six weeks. My former students um, went on to start podcasts, pretty successful ones too. Ruth Poundwhite, Charlie Swift, um, to name but a few. Lisa Ali, who has the Creative Rival podcast. Um, Yeah, I would absolutely love to help you start your podcast too. It's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. And hopefully after today's episode, you'll see how easy it is to do it. You don't need me. You could do all of this for free. But if you want someone to hold your hand and guide you through it all in six weeks through a combination of um, written resources, audio resources and a super supportive Facebook community where you have a bit of one to one access with me, the course is definitely for you. Links to everything are in the show notes um, or feel free to head to my website, lucylucraft.com. Thank you. Welcome to What She Said. I'm your host, Lucy Leecraft, a freelance journalist, blogger and podcaster based in Brighton. And you're listening to Series 4, Episode 5. Five things I've learned about starting a podcast. In this solo episode, I want to share my big wins, my losses, my highs, my lows and my lols. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I love podcasting and I'll talk about it to anyone who listens. So, hey my podcast feels like an appropriate place to chat about it. (laughs) Okay, so this is an interesting one for me because it is rife with emotions and also kind of meta. I'm a podcaster talking about my experience of podcasting on a podcast. The reason I wanted to chat about podcasting is because I feel it's so misunderstood. The unique strength of creating content this way is underestimated and podcasters themselves are undervalued. Now, this isn't a big woe is me style chat, well, perhaps a little bit. <laughs> but it is going to be me chatting to you about the pros and cons of starting a podcast from my own experience as someone who's been doing it sustainably and successfully for over two years. I monetized within a year of starting, which, according to everything I'd read previously, is a rarity. And I got into new and noteworthy on the Apple homepage, not my business or career section, within a week of launch again apparently this is very hard to do. And now I publish to around 20,000 downloads monthly. Um, Who knows how many subscribers? (laughs) And uh, quite frankly, who cares? (laughs) My podcast doesn't attract high-profile guests. In fact, several have turned me down due to being too small for them. It doesn't make enough money to cover its costs because I decided against traditional sponsorship this season. And I don't turn listeners into sale, sale, sale each time I publish an episode like perhaps a Jenna Kutcher might. But do I consider myself and my podcast a success? Hell yeah. Because I've created a small, highly engaged community of like-minded folk who are endlessly supportive of me and of each other. And that has been the making of me. Right, so, (laughs) okay, that sounds pretty dramatic, but honestly, I was so lost with my career before I started what she said. I was pregnant with my first baby, I was a staff writer at a tabloid newspaper, and and I was creatively unfulfilled. 
I've been blogging for about four years and while I tried to make it a full-time gig, I never managed to become one of those go-to bloggers for brand collabs and press trips. So I gave up and presumed I'd always be a 15k unique monthly viewers average. Great stats, but not the 100k I felt I needed to be a superstar blogger. But realistically, I didn't know my own superpowers. I was a travel lifestyle meh blogger, but I had no consistency, no clarity on my blog. When I started my podcast, I was one of the first in my echo chamber. I say this because it's so important to remember that we are rarely the first. And also it really doesn't matter. So it felt scary and it also gave me a unique difference. People thought of me as the one with the podcast. And guess what? Those folk who ignored me before suddenly started paying attention to me. Yeah, I see you, you mega nobos. (laughs) But what it really did was connect me to an audience I never thought I'd connect with. People who perhaps never read my blog started reading it. And then they followed me on Instagram and vice versa. It all felt really iterative. Every funnel I created content on flowed into one another naturally, which had never happened before. So for me, more than anything, I felt confident I'd started creating in a way that was right for me and my brand in inverted commas. And although it felt as though it was all accidental in that I didn't plan anything and started the podcast totally intuitively... That somehow meant the content I created everywhere else slipped into place too. It all started making much more sense and I realised what I was good at. Even better, listeners were able to quickly connect with me on a more intimate level than they did through my blog. I was able to show what I knew and how I could help without pushing an agenda, which ironically meant that folks felt comfortable signing over their precious email addresses or actual hard cash too. Although that was never the goal of the podcast, this is exactly why so many brands and businesses start one. Wholeheartedly though, and I genuinely, genuinely mean this, even if I never made a penny more in my business, I would still create the podcast. Genuinely. Before I jump into the five things that I've learned from starting a podcast, I quickly want to jump in and talk about my blog of the week. This is where I share a blog I love and tell you why you might love it too. So without further ado, my blog of the week is No Andro Blog, written by Erin, aka Rin, a 23-year-old children's nurse and mum of two who blogs all about the realities of single parenting, studying to be a children's nurse, and really important topics like universal credit and why it's so dangerous. I discovered her via Instagram, but I've quickly become addicted to her honest and affecting posts. Links to her blog are in the show notes. So back to the episode. So let's get into the five things that I've learned about starting a podcast. Now, I haven't scripted this next part, so it's going to get a bit rambly. <laughs> Number one, criticism is inevitable. So one of the things about starting a podcast is that, like I mentioned before, it's very intimate. And because of that, I think listeners feel very connected to you in a way that they perhaps don't on your blog and they feel very comfortable demanding more, <laughs> more content, better quality, etc, etc. Um, and I've had my fair share of criticism, um, not, not much, not huge amounts, but human nature is that you always remember that one horrible bit of criticism over the 200 lovely, lovely things people say. So while I'm still 
kind of learning that criticism slash feedback I don't have to take it if I don't want to um, and that sometimes it can be good especially when it's constructive um, I certainly feel more at ease with the fact that it's just inevitable it's an inevitable part of podcasting and not to be frightened of number two content is king now I say this to people who um, have done my podcasting group course or people I consult for or my podcast workshops content is king if your content is mediocre it doesn't matter how beautiful your audio is or how high profile your guests are because there are so many podcasts out there there are so many podcasts and the bar is set much much higher than in any other form of content creation or maybe that's not true but it's set high anyway content is king and actually let's just replace the word king with content is just really bloody important number three audio is important (laughs) it's really annoying but audio is important but when I say that I don't mean that it's it's more important than your content and I don't mean that it has to be studio quality there are kind of two different types of listeners well there are quite a few but there are the people who for whom audio is incredibly important and they will switch off if it's not loud enough if it's too loud if it's jarring whatever but they are in the minority and I believe me I've done a lot of research on this I've done several talks on the matter so I know what I'm talking about (laughs) they are in the minority and they're probably not your audience anyway those type of people tend to listen to the um, big, the big hitters, basically, the Beyond Today's, the This American Life's, the Mark Maron's, etc, etc. They're probably not going to listen to your indie podcast. That's okay. You just have to make sure it doesn't make people's ears bleed. <laughs> Number four, it's not as hard as you think. <laughs> Another another kind of bugbear of mine is that people think podcasting is really complicated. And I think that's because the majority of the information out there has been written by white men, middle-aged white men, probably. And you can see that reflected in the majority of the charts too. It's not as hard as you think. People just want you to think it's it's hard so that you don't get in on the action. Number five, there are no rules. Okay, so I've just told you a few things that may come across as rules, um, but there aren't any rules really. I've seen podcasts that I think are terrible and don't fit any of the research that I've done about podcasting that do amazingly well. Um, I can think of podcasts that are absolutely incredible that just stay quite small. There aren't any rules. As you can see from my journey into podcasting, if I'd followed the rules and played by the rule books and worried about new and noteworthy and worried about when I was going to monetize, I probably would never have done it. And, and you know, I kind of bucked all the rules anyway. I apparently became the exception to the rule, which kind of to me makes me think there are no rules. <laughs> so that's it for my short and sweet episode about podcasting and everything that I've learned. If you would like to work with me one-to-one on starting your podcast, I do have some slots available. I've worked with lots of people in the past and you can see testimonials, etc. in the show notes. Um, And yeah, I'd love to help you too. 
lastly i'd love a review for the podcast (laughs) if you'd like if you have the time um if you don't no drama i will see you next week Thank you.